0: your choice is simple join us and live in peace or pursue your present course
1: and face obliteration
2: hello there and welcome to another episode of skeptics and believers a paranormal podcast in this week's episode the team discuss shadow people so please do sit back relax and we hope you enjoy the show. I'm going to talk about a fairly recent phenomenon known as shadow people. Ooh. Ooh.
1: The light's off here, haven't we, for a change as well? So who mm. knows, the she shadow people may be here watching us. Ooh. Outside. Or Inside.
2: Apparently it's a phenomenon that's been encountered for centuries, with reports of encounters with shadow people becoming more widely reported, mainly thanks to the internet. Those who study the phenomenon believe that these entities, previously seen out of the corner of the eye for a fleeting second, are becoming more prolific, being seen straight on for longer periods of time.
1: So it's it, it's like when you think you've caught something out of the corner of your eye, that kind of thing?
2: Well, yeah, but originally where it was like being caught out of the corner of the eye. Yeah. And then... Now it's like actually seeing head on. So I believe one of Lisa's friends had an experience with a shadow person that you were telling us about the other night.
0: She did, yes. Yeah, my friend, she um, she lives alone. She lives in a very, very old cottage, dates back to the 1700s. Mm. Used to be a pub, which is a few miles from where we are here at Skeptic's Lodge. says so she walked upstairs, she went to, into a bedroom. She's lying in bed, she's reading a book. She's got like a little table lamp on and all of a sudden she thinks she sees someone in the doorway. She looks up and she gets the impression of there being uh, a man-sized black shape in the doorway. And she kind of looks away thinking it's just her imagination. She goes back to a book, but no, she kind of, she looks up again because she's a little bit of a believer. Mm. and uh, And it's still there and she's feeling... A little bit nervous, she's feeling a little bit scared, she's got no one to call, she's got no one to say, Oh, can you see that? Or is that just my imagination? Is that just a coat hanging on the back of the door, etc.? So, being quite a brave gal, she got up and started to walk towards the door, at which point it moved from the doorway into the into the landing, into the corridor, and into her dressing room at the end of uh, at the end of her upstairs in her house. And she went in there, she said that she couldn't see anything, she couldn't feel anything, but she spoke to it. She decided to speak to it. And she said that she didn't like it being in the house. She was scared. If it wanted to stay, then it had to remain unseen. She didn't want to be frightened in her own home. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that point, she, I think she kind of ran back into her room and got back under the covers. But um, from that point on, she said that she didn't see it again.
2: There you go. That's that's pretty. I mean, that's pretty.
0: I mean, she was. She's absolutely. Yeah, she's absolutely convinced that that happened. She followed something out of her room, across the landing into another room, and it just there was there was there was nothing there. Mm. But she was convinced, and is still to this day.
2: Mm. Well, sight the sightings such as that um, are a hot topic on the internet, especially at the moment, um, and they're a hot topic with paranormal radio shows especially in the United States. And there was a film released called Shadow People that was about the phenomena, which I've not seen. I've is, so it,
1: is it called Shadow People? I'm yes. sure I saw that, yeah.
2: Yeah, maybe one for us to watch. It's probably terrible. But I found a story on beforeitsnews.com entitled The Night the Shadow Attacked, which may be disturbing to some listeners. So, you know, if you're of a sensitive nature, just be wary.
1: I'll put my fingers in my ears. <laughs>
2: um now Anne williams an australian reported an encounter with a shadow person to paranormal researcher jason offett Now jason runs a website or a blog called um out of the shadows and it's a blog that features stories not just about shadow people but black-eyed kids and you know, Other nonsense. cryptids and things like that. Yes. <laughs> lizard
1: men. Lizard men.
2: I don't think there are any lizard men. Oh. On. I'm
1: not interested. Um,
2: there. Now later on, I'm going to feature a ghost story that I've, you know, I found on Jason's um, website. Okay. But Williams testifies that these are in her words. One early morning, I felt so strongly that there was a presence standing next to my left, as my bed was right in the corner of the wall. I felt as though I was blocked, like something was standing over me and wanted to scare me. As I opened my eyes to see what the hell it was, there stood on my left side of the bed a black-cloaked, hooded figure. The entity pinned her to the bed and grabbed her neck when she attempted to scream. When she tried to push it away, it savagely pinned her down harder and then began groping her and hurting her. I felt that it shoved its arm down on my neck and was choking me as nothing came out of my mouth, she explained. Like no noise, I could not even hear myself scream, but I was. Finally, after what seemed like an interminable struggle, the being left... After the attack, Williams felt enraged, soiled and frightened. Upon learning the details of the incident, Williams' mother speculated the entity may have been the evil ghost of a dead rapist. Soiled? Soiled?
1: What? <laughs> I like that you picked up that bit. You, you said that oh, yeah. she
3: was soiled. Yep. Was that yep. was that in so much as that she'd obviously weed and pooed herself in fear? Possibly in or fear, Or that yeah. it was phantom?
2: No, that, that she'd, you know... As we all know, sometimes when some people are very frightened, you can lose bowel control. That's a normal thing to happen.
1: When's it happened to you, Mike?
2: Normally when I need
1: a shit. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so I thought you meant that there was actually some sort of, like...
1: Ectoplasm?
2: No. Yeah, some, no. some ghost... Goo. No, 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 no. But the being that Anne Williams encountered in her bedroom was not a ghostly entity, it was a shadow person. Other witnesses encountering shadow people also describe physical attacks, leaving them with scratches, bruises and even burns. Attacks by shadow people on human victims can range from being stalked and chased to being attacked with weapons. On rare occasions, shadow people stalking a victim have been witnessed by friends and family. So, you know, it's not just down to, well, it's just someone's imagination. There are, like, multiple witnesses to these things.
0: So yeah, but people it, have witnessed somebody getting attacked by a shadow person.
2: Or witnessed a shadow person, you know, in the same vicinity. Oh, well, that's, that's quite a bit different, though, isn't mm. it?
1: Isn't this yeah. one of those kind of... Oh, you saw that as well, didn't you? You saw that as well, didn't you? Does it look like there's a shape over there?
0: Oh, I think I saw it. Oh, yeah, you so did. Though I, I would
3: hold my hand up and say that Lisa and I have experienced what I would consider a shadow animal, and we have both seen it at the same time.
0: Well, there was that shadowy thing by the door when we were watching telly one night and i thought that do you know what i'm not going to say anything because he'll think i'm mad and then about 10 minutes later you went have you seen that thing by the door i was like yes but i'm not looking at it Mm. and that was
2: that's here at the lodge
0: yeah that's happened
2: happened a number of times
1: are you sure it wasn't uh pippa the cat
0: mr no it's
1: it's
3: bigger than pippa it's like the size of a dog
1: is it uh one of the is it one of the, the the dogs off ghostbusters or of the Zool dogs. <laughs> no, it's
0: not. The Guardians. They used to
1: frighten the hell out of me. They I are thinking.
0: petrifying.
2: They're not like the Gargoyle out of Twilight Zone. That's scary. Yeah, that's...
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's interesting, though, that you both think you've seen the same thing at the same time. And it was
3: within minutes, and we weren't even watching anything scary on TV.
0: No, we were just sat, watching television.
1: Maybe you just both really wanted to see something more interesting than Casualty. Maybe. Well, there's a, there's well, a we hadn't, possibility. But
0: well, we weren't... We hadn't spoke about it. We weren't talking about it. There was nothing, and I was literally watching television, conscious, and I just felt this thing, and it was, I don't know, maybe three meters away in the doorway, and I, I just.
3: I mean, don't get me wrong. It, it, could, me it f- could be some it sort of lighting feel, yeah, phenomena, could, or something well cast in a an odd shape shadow. Things
1: it could be.
0: Mm. Exactly. Yes.
2: Paranormal researcher Rosemary Lynn Gilly says of the phenomena. There are different types of shadow people. The core dominant experience is the nighttime bedroom visitor, a tall silhouette of a man, often dressed in a coat or a cape with a brimmed hat. The figure is blacker than black and 3D, obstructing light and blocking the view of objects. There are no facial features or eyes. Sometimes red eyes are reported, though. Like a jawa. Yeah, but the experiencer knows he or she is being observed with great intensity the figures do not communicate but often radiate malevolent trickster or evil intent so what are shadow people now the perception of shadow people differs depending on the researchers and their specialities and some experts believe that sightings have little to do with reality more as Matt said earlier on tricks of the mind seeing like a a shadow or you know a shape in the corner of the room which is probably something that's always been there but your, your mind starts playing tricks on you Others think the seeing a shadow person is evidence of a neurological anomaly in the region of the brain that governs sight, so that you have this anomaly and it's kind of almost creating these hallucinations that aren't quite full visual hallucinations. Now, I think it's fair to say that imagination may play a role in some shadow people experiences. Some experts do argue that as well. While those with strong religious beliefs assert that the appearance of these things are nothing less than manifestations from the dimension called hell.
1: Oh, really? Lovely. Demons. And obviously they'd be cold, which is why they have to wear the hats and coats.
2: (laughs) No, the hats is to cover the horns.
1: Okay, okay. Yeah. Because they don't want to scare you. Oh,
0: no, no, no. Just throttle you.
2: Yeah. But yeah, demonic creatures sent by Satan to torment and terrorise humans. Victims often report that calling out for God or Jesus to help them does ward off an attack, although experts disagree over exactly what shadow people are or where they come from how they manifest themselves. Um witnesses from every culture throughout history tend to describe something similar. So oh, really there's lots right, of stories okay. throughout history, all kind of similar. So you know, not too much deviation, but certain traits repeat themselves. The most ubiquitous feature present in many of the reports the shadow people encounters are the fact that they're described as being tall, mannish looking entities of you know, of a of a of a male build. Um, and curiously most of them wearing a brimmed hat. Oh, what, sorry, a brimmed, brimmed hat. Brimmed hat, yes.
1: Is that like, what am I thinking, like a Puritan hat? Like a Mormon so. would wear, like that kind
2: yeah, of thing. Maybe something like that. Mm. Uh, they're also described as being um, faceless as well. What well, um, a made of
1: shadow, aren't they? You would...
0: Faceless or featureless? Was Faceless. It? So no eyes, no nose, no, no, no mouth. No eyes, no mouth. Just like a blank. Mm. So,
1: sometimes they're described as having red eyes. Yes. Um...
2: Paranormal researcher Heidi Hollis says she created the name Hat Man to <laughs> differentiate sightings of dark featureless entities seen wearing hats compared to those. And I have got a story about the hat man coming up later on. Oh.
0: So we've got
1: we've got the hat man and you've also got shadow people who don't wear hats. Yes, they're just okay. they're just shadow people.
0: They're just hatless.
3: In Scandinavian Germany, Shatten Mention shadow people is quite a it's got quite a long history, and they date back to sort of the seventeen hundreds. Mm. But there's a there's a castle which apparently is really well known. It's like um, neck Castle mm-hmm. has apparently uh, a long history of of shadow people, and a lot of them are seen again with red eyes. There's a lot there's a lot of people seen apparently wearing World War One army uniforms yeah. who were seen. In sort of full definition, but people can see through them, and they have this matching red eyes. So shadow mentioned Scandinavia, Germany. It's quite a popular, quite a popular thing.
2: Well, the, um, Heidi Arliss was saying that the hatman the, the hat man entities are described as wearing long duster coats, you know, like trench coats, and nineteen forty style hats. Um, but not all shadow people encounters involve physical contact with the witnesses. Um, So not all of them are, you know, as as the original one I described from the Australian, Anne Williams. And one of those encounters I found on the internet, which was um, in 1983, the wife of a geologist by the name of Doyle encountered one of the shadow people in their home near Olath in Kansas. Its appearance followed that of another spirit, a vaporous white form which she saw. Doyle says that his wife was home alone in the house one September evening. She was headed down the hallway when she stopped feeling a slight chill in the air. Now, almost immediately, she observed a white, wispy shape. That, what she thought was of a woman um, in flowing white apparel, drift from his office into the master bedroom. And the apparition seemed to briefly look at her as it passed by. But then, something else made an appearance. From the master bedroom, in which the wispy woman in white had disappeared, emerged a very solid and very ghastly apparition. This thing was slow-moving, black and skeletal in form, Ooh, like some hideously animated charred corpse, he described it.
1: Yeah. Um, Lovely.
2: It did not drift, but walked slowly into his office, not seeming to be aware of his wife. And you'd think that this thing would would have terrified her, but she felt no unease whatsoever, and despite its frightening appearance... She advanced to the office door and looked in, and the light was on, and she could see that this thing was stood at his desk with its back to her, looking down, looking down at this guy's research papers.
0: Gosh.
2: She said that it was reaching out with a bony blackened hand to the papers on his desk, as if they were profoundly as as if it was profoundly interested in those papers. And apparently she stood there transfixed as it slowly turned as if aware of her presence to face her. She said it seemed to have remnants of charred clothing clinging to its body. He then looked back at her with its faceless skull, devoid of any emotion, malevolent or otherwise, and its eye sockets were black and empty. And she had no thought that it meant her any harm or was evil, and it simply just vanished like the TV had been like switched off.
0: Ooh. So that's I mean, quite... That's quite an intense... Experience she's had with two different things. If
2: that was me, seeing the wispy white thing kind of float across and look at me like I'm imagining maybe the librarian ghost out of Ghostbusters. You'd have pooped. Yeah, Yeah. I would have been out the door. I mean, let alone seeing some charred, creepy black thing. I would have, I would have saw it. You wouldn't have followed it. (laughs) Gosh. But yeah, I mean, whoa, that's, that woman's got.
1: This, this, the thing about this is that most of these stories are, you know, it happens at night. People are at home alone.
3: People are drinking.
1: People have, well, I'm not saying they're drunk. I'm saying they're they are probably asleep or close to sleep. I'm probably just imagining things. I, I had a dream. I had, I had a succubus dream about three nights ago.
0: Really? And I,
1: I very, very rarely remember any of my dreams. It was sli- slightly different than a, a standard succubus dream. And I'll tell you <laughs> why in a second. But I, I, I'd been having a really stressful time at work, so obviously my, my, my brain was doing strange things whenever I tried to sleep. But the, this dream started out, I was, uh, for some reason, investigating um, a, a, a club, pub kind of place, uh, because obviously that's where I spent most of my time, and that's, that's, <laughs> that's what I Can you say
2: about. investigate? You mean like a paranormal investigation? No,
1: no, it was nothing to do with paranormal stuff. It was, it was something either policey or kind of insurance-y. But it was, this, this pub or club was being used as a front for growing drugs. And for some reason, in in whatever occupation I took in my my fevered dream, um, it was my job to go and try and find out what they were doing. So in this dream, I'm kind of, you know, mingling with all the customers and things. And I spot these two young ladies that I quite like the look of, and they've they've gone upstairs. So I think, okay, I'll go and follow them, you know, interview them. Um, (laughs) And I, I find them kind of sat outside the toilet. And one of them goes into the ladies' toilet as I go into the men's toilet. And when I was in the men's toilet, I, I looked over my shoulder and out of the corner of my eye, I saw what looked like a very scary transvestite, right. which then vanished <laughs> but started choking me against the wall. Um, and I, I couldn't talk in my dream. You know, so I, I was trying to call for help, but I couldn't.
0: Oh.
1: Um, and I remember thinking in my dream, I can't wait to tell the guys about this. <laughs> really? No. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Um, and then when I got out of the, the toilet, because you know, like normally when you have a, a nightmare, you wake up pretty much straight away when the bad thing happens. Yes, yeah. Um, I, it was, the struggle lasted for ages in the dream, and I, kinda, I, I, got awa- I got away and I got out of the toilet, and the girl who'd gone into the, the ladies' toilet had exactly the same thing happened to her as well. And then I woke up.
2: <sighs> oh. Strange dreams, a bit strange. But interesting, yeah.
1: But a lot of this is, you know, you see a thing, and it's, it, it, you know, it's I don't know why it's a transvestite in my dream. Obviously, something <laughs> I've been thinking about. Um, but I, you know, it, it, it seems like Career it's one change. of those where, yeah, <laughs> why not? If there's money in it. But yeah, so I, I, there's, there's um, a word for it as well. It's uh, hypnagogia.
0: Oh.
1: And it's when you are close to sleep, or it's it's, it's a waking sleep. Um, and it's a, a condition where you're kind of partway b- between being asleep and being awake. And I think, like, night terrors and things like that are linked to it as well. Okay. I, okay. I had something
2: the other night, uh, Friday night. I think uh, me and me and my girlfriend had gone to bed uh, about half 12. And we were both falling asleep. And I thought I'd fallen asleep, and I heard a noise which sounded like someone kicking my bedroom door in. mm and I immediately woke up and looked and the door was closed. I then got up out of bed and I went and checked all the, you know, all the the external doors in the house to make sure no one was trying to break in. Everything was fine. But then I was thinking about it, oh, it's probably that, you know, I was starting to fall asleep and mm. my brain had conjured up this, you know, this, this door bang and that's that's what had yeah. woken me up. I mean, it can be anything like dream where you're... Um, I have this recurring dream where I trip over a, an invisible doorstep. Yeah. But on the other side, of that doorstep is just like sky with clouds, and I'm falling, and then I wake up, or like I hear people calling my name. So I can see how, you know, if people are in in that state, that say hypnagogic state. Yeah. That as you're starting to fall asleep, you could probably imagine that there's someone stood in your room, or there's someone someone choking you. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I've that, had that a succubus is... dream as well, and that's like, yeah. I was falling asleep, and I thought I'd open my eyes, could just see this really scary old woman's face right in mine, and, and mm. all tight chested and stuff. But then I did actually open my eyes. But yeah, I mean, the the brain is a very mysterious and powerful thing.
1: It is. Uh, I think a lot of the time as well, or is what I think with with these shadow people. I mean that. That most recent story you just told, Mike, that was quite vivid and it didn't sound like shadow people to me. That sounded like it was kind of a... That
0: sounded more just like A ghosts. different kind of
1: apparition-y kind of thing, mm. yeah. yeah. Um, but with, with shadow people especially, I think that it's, it's something that people have got a fear of in that we're, we're naturally predisposed to not like being in the dark. Yeah.
0: No, absolutely.
1: And I think because um, because we're people... We tend to see people as shapes.
0: Yes, we like to see faces in things. Exactly. We like, yeah. We like to recognise. Clowns. Yeah. And things kind like of. That. Well, we're a, We're like a flock. we so
2: clowns, then, Mike.
1: Clowns. <laughs> oh, I see faces in dear. clowns. Faces
2: mm. in clowns. I see fear in clowns. Yeah, yeah. But
1: so if you if you see something that looks like a shape, and that shape looks vaguely humanoid, then you will conv- your brain will tell yourself that that fits the human shape.
2: I, I believe that shadow people could be a real phenomenon. We've all seen things out the corner of our eyes that could be like a fly or something, or, you know, like I said earlier, like the shape's already there. But if people are reporting, seeing these things like face on, and, you know, as you said, your friend saw one, and mm. saw it move down the corridor.
0: You know, talking about what we were just saying about falling asleep. Yeah. She was lying in bed, mm. it was late, True. she was reading a book. Could she literally have just had a little bit of a, one of those, you know, a little bit of a doze. Yeah. And kind of woken up and thought, oh, and you know, what? I I, I don't know. I mean, I I don't want to discredit her because she wholeheartedly believes Believes it. it And she's a very sensible, she's a professional woman who runs several businesses. And I've got absolutely no reason to think that she's a little bit kooky.
3: Yeah. I was going to say, I think we're missing something quite critical here. And that is that under certain influences be it tiredness or under you know drug use that what happens is the 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 signal from our eyes to our brain delays so as we're starting to fall to sleep almost like frames per second they start dropping and what happens is in some cases the brain compensates by trying to see or or drawing in your mind what it thinks it sees yeah. a, a prime example is you know the fact that I've not got my glasses on and I'm looking over there and I can see horrendous sharp teeth that aren't there that yeah. aren't there and it's and it's very sort of common in people who take a lot of recreational drugs that you know as they start to sort of come into the influence of you know whatever drugs that they're taking that they start to hallucinate a lot and uh the tests and trials have been done and that's all part of the the receptor slowing down from the eyes and as I said the the brain starting to um sort of fill the gap the sensory gap that exists as you start to fall to sleep you start to you start to see things
2: yeah you do yeah possibly possibly could be what if there's actually shadow people there well, watching you
0: that's the other theory
2: i mean have you uh, the one thing that i'll say look when i was doing some research for this show mm. i was watching videos of supposed hauntings caught on tape and I started watching some of them, and whereas some of them were blatantly CGI, poor rendered CGI, there were some others which were kind of like a little bit creepy, and I had that whole hair on the back of my neck stood up, but at the same time, I wanted to stop watching them because I felt like there was someone
1: stood behind me. Yeah, that's the, I think that's one of the things with this, is that if you once you start believing in it, I think you could probably quite quickly steamroller um you know and, and 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 get really into it get really panicky about it especially you mike mm. um, i
2: have a wicked imagination
1: well i think your your imagination very easily led i think is what i Possibly, would say yeah. so <laughs> if someone puts a spark of an idea in suggestive there, you mean yeah exactly that's it i think Darren brown for would have a field day with him yeah. exactly You'd be barking like a dog in five minutes. But
2: I think he'd probably have me doing something else.
1: I think he yeah, probably you
2: walk around with your hand up your arms.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hypnotist, not ventriloquist. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, you know, I, I think that if, if you're somebody who who picks up on this kind of thing and thinks, you know what, bugger me, that is scary, you'll start thinking, maybe there's someone behind me, what if there's someone in the room, mm. what if there's a shadow person? You mm. know, and, and you'll, you'll convince yourself more and more and more until you can't get out of bed, because you'll just be wrapped up in a ball going, no, they're coming to get me.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And I have to say, one of the things that always freaked me out is, I don't know if anybody else here has seen, you know, the first remade Batman film, but the the version of Batman that people see when they're under the, you know, the toxin, which yeah. it it's, it's like Batman's face made of oil, and out of his mouth is this like flowing tar.
2: Yeah. Are we talking about Batman Begins? Yes. Yeah. Yeah
3: that i i think is pretty sort of freaky but mm. i can sort of imagine that that would be what it would be like as i said one of the most common ones with long distance lorry drivers uh is that they came to see penguins in the road and apparently it's it's from the the bollards or the crash yeah. barriers and as they're driving along looking at it that you know the the constant pattern and light change that after yeah, a yeah. bit because they're starting to feel sleepy that the brain starts seeing little penguins
1: I'm not a great sleeper and when I was younger it was a lot worse. There were nights when I, when I when I was at school where I'd just be awake all night and what I would tend to do would be I would I would wind up staring at a, a, a part of the wall. I don't really know why, but I'd stare at a part of the wall and I would see things in the wall. No, I can relate to this I can
0: relate to this I used well. to see
1: faces faces
0: in wallpaper and yeah, like, just in a just blank shapes. wall
1: I could see them as well. But because oh. I'd be stare because I couldn't sleep, because I'd be staring at them constantly. My mind would just, you know, trick itself into thinking there was something there. And I used to see a maze um, on on the back of a door. Oh. I used to stare at this door and I could see a maze, but it was like the maze was moving. Oh. And I'd, I'd just get wrapped up in my head in trying to chase the way around this maze. I didn't used to take any psychotropic drugs. <laughs> I've never <laughs> taken any drugs which could induce um, visions or anything mm, like that. But, that,
3: but that's, I think that's quite common. I mean, mm. I used to... I remember... Um, My parents having like a marble effect in our bathroom, and I would see sort of quite sort of disfigured looking sort of punch from Punch and Judy faces, you know, sort of like big chins, almost like sort of you know like Nutcracker, and I used to see them all the time.
1: I've told you before about my night terrors with the curtains I had at university as well. Yeah, I remember you mentioned (laughs) that before. Yeah, when I when I used to wake up and I could see you know like a it was like there were 10 demon faces looking down at me, but there were these kind of terribly um, designed flowers that were in this these cheap, right. uh, charity shop curtains. <laughs> it, they may have been haunted curtains, I don't know. Who they knows? Were. I just drank too much. I
2: mean, with the wall <laughs> thing, I remember one night lying awake staring at the wall and I could see like a war scene, like SUVs, armoured SUVs and Apache helicopters and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. that, was, that was pretty... In
0: what, sorry, in? In the wall. Oh, ah. uh, night,
2: just lying there looking at the wall, with nothing but the the light from outside. That's it. And now as, as, it's just the
1: imagination. As, yeah, exactly. As weird as all that is, none of it's paranormal. It's just your brain doing crazy things, and I, I, I think that's what this is. I think, you know, the the story about... The one about being in bed and somebody attacking you, that sounds like a night terror, a very, very vivid dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, the story about um, seeing people walking through the house and following them around and the kind of death like looking guy pointing at the husband's research papers, that that seems a bit strange to it me. It sounds that. very
3: embellished. Yeah. It sounds uh, like somebody It sounds like something is, from a book. Yeah, I've seen something and it's just got sexed up with each, you know, iteration of it being retold. Yeah.
1: Going back to that story, what were the husband's research papers? Who knows? I wasn't. But that's I wasn't the most right, interesting part, surely. Because so why was he looking for them? I, I don't know. In, yeah. So
2: you guys saying I mean, like me personally, I think the shadow people phenomenon, I think, I think is a real thing. Oh, um, I mean, what? How really? do you guys feel about it?
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've got to be honest. No, okay. I well, am, I am well and truly on the side of not believing when it comes to ghosts. But then when I. But you see the shadow but, dog but in your when, house. But when I do glimpse things, and when I do, and I, we've heard voices in this house, both of us at the same time. When I experience these things, I maybe you think that I'm, yeah, it. I'm, I'm I'm kind of trying to find the reason for it because hmm. there must be one because it's just ridiculous otherwise. But well, then maybe well, it's just not ridiculous. Maybe we just don't know. Yeah. So I'm I'm just waiting for someone.
1: You're proof. waiting to see a shadow person. I'm
0: just waiting. Well, now I'm waiting to see the proof. Either way, please, somebody out there.
1: But you proof. can't prove something that isn't real, and that people can only ever give you, you know, a verbal explanation of.
0: Well, like, well, this is it, you see. But
1: it's it, it's it I I think it's just another good appeal to your basest fears story mm. that snowballs, and you know, every, the more people say, "Oh yeah, you know what." I've seen one of those too or I thought I saw one of those. The more other people will say it as well. But I
0: mean, oh. 400 but, years ago people thought the world was flat and that if you went too far you'd fall off the end. You know, and they, they that was wholeheartedly, "Oh my god, how on earth could it be round? You can't be round. It can't be a ball."
1: It wasn't everyone that thought that. No,
0: I know it wasn't everybody <laughs> I know, but you know, it was widely believed. And then there were some people who was like, "No, don't be so silly."
1: Yeah, but they they it's... proved it by going and doing it and sailing round it. That's why somebody said, "Don't well." Be exactly, daft.
0: I'm waiting for this proof. I'm waiting. That's what I'm waiting for.
1: Well, I mean, I was just wondering already. Be... Again, we well, live I in know, a world of everyone having a phone in their hand all the time. How has nobody got a good, solid picture of one of these guys in a, well, in a cape exactly, and a hat yes, yeah. going, "Hello"?
0: Hi. <laughs> it's always you know
1: something very, very vague and blurry in a doorway.
3: I'm sure as time goes on, though, and as technology becomes even more ubiquitous, that no, you've got cameras built into people's glasses and yeah. and their watches. I, you know, I, am... I, I do think there probably will be more. Well, there will definitely be more things for us to look at, whether or not they prove to be genuine or not. Is a when really, these things got
2: on CCTV and things like that. At stately homes and pubs and things like that. And hospitals. But we, we can go into that on another show.
3: Well, I did see something, and I'm not saying it was anything more than a you know a, a rush of blood to the head, mm. getting up very quickly. But one night, Lisa and I were sitting watching TV, and I think I heard one of the children upstairs crying, and I stood up and went to the doorway, and it was I think this was following us both, thinking that we'd seen ghost dog, the the shadow <laughs> dog yeah, in, yeah. In, in the room. And I sort of, as I went through the doorway, I literally spun on the spot. The only way I'm trying to describe it is that I was trying to focus my eyes on something that I could definitely see, and it was black. Mm. The, the way I would describe it would be that, you know, when you see those gymnasts who you have the sort of the, the, the ribbons that they dance with, and they, yeah, they yeah. spiral the ribbons around them, that I could see this sort of black shape. And as I span round to sort of try, I mean, Lisa obviously thought I was going nuts as I was going out the door, but as I've <laughs> span on the spot to try and sort of focus it, I've, I've just seen the only way, it's really difficult to describe, it was like smoke underwater.
1: Mm.
3: It was really, really strange and it just sort of disappeared. But and you, I ter- You
0: literally span round kind of as if you were watching like a. I was a, trying it, to grab it. As I if thought, there was, yeah, no, you had, you had was your hands there. up and it was. So it was like if, around you. And it, you said walked, it, it kind of went around I, your head. I
3: said I th- I think said to Lisa, jokingly, I've seen that thing over there again. And I got up and I think I was probably trying to be quite cavalier about it. Went <laughs> over there and then I it seemed to sort of spiral around me, almost like it was enveloping me. As I said, like one of these uh, gymnast ribbons. Mm. And as I sort of spam around trying to get a focus on it, as I said, it just sort of disappeared into nothing. And Lisa had said that, you know, there was nothing there. Around me, which then made me think, was it just a case of you know I got up too quickly, or you know it was, uh, you know perhaps I was tired. I, I don't really remember my sort of state of mind at the time, but it did at the time seem quite a genuinely odd thing to have happened. Well, and you
0: asked me if I'd seen it, and I was like, "What are you doing, spinning round? What?" I, I literally <laughs> you just thought been, you'd gone you mad. You had
3: seen that black thing that yes. night.
0: We've had other people in the house who have also seen things out of the corner Mm. of the eye on a lowish kind of level, black, almost like when you see a spider running across the corner of the room and you turn to look at it. They've turned and said, oh, did you see that over there? I'll go, ah, you've seen it too. And it, you know, it unprompted unprimed, they didn't know the story. As I
3: said, originally, I thought it was due to the fact that we had a fireplace that had these very reflective silver sides. And I think that used to, you know, reflect light and any sort of changes, you know, if one of the, you know, because we do have cats, perhaps if one of the cats had walked past and it would cause a funny reflection. So when we actually removed it, we generally thought that that would be sort of the end of it and the end to us thinking that we'd seen things. Likewise, that where it used to be a through-room... Uh, a lounge and dining room we also blocked it back up so there's a partition between those two rooms so not only did we block it up but we also removed that fireplace and if anything it still continued we still continue to see things at the same rate that we had done before mm. their touch wood. i have to say i've not seen anything in probably a good six months
0: mm. interesting well we, we, we've had voices since then
3: yeah we have had voices saying my name so. we'll
2: go into that later on perhaps i'm just a narcissist
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's what it is
2: And that was our show on Shadow, people. We hope you enjoyed that one. If you haven't already, please do like and subscribe to the podcast. If you'd like to send in your own stories or suggestions of what you'd like to hear us talk about, you can email skepticsandbelieverspodcast at gmail.com or you can follow us on social media, which is S&B Pod one on Twitter or skeptics Believers pod over on Instagram. So thanks ever so much for listening hope you enjoyed it and we hope you'll join us next week where we'll be discussing the Amityville horror. So until then, please do take care of yourselves.
1: This podcast has been brought to you by Obsidian Shark Productions. The music featured in this podcast can be found at freemusicarchive.org and is used under the Creative Commons license. More details can be found on our website.